Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Educated Natural Podcast. I'm your humble host, Kimberly Collins, aka the Educated Natural. I'm super excited to be back with you all. I know it has been quite a while, but trust me, before we even get this thing started, let me go ahead and address the elephant in the room. That elephant is, why now am I known as the Educated Natural Podcast? See, when this show first started way back in 2014, we were known as the Journey of Meeting of the Minds. And I had a wonderful roundtable of ladies joining me at that time. And like anything else in life, I went through another transitional point and came back with a new name for the show, which was called Sown and Rooted. Well, during the time as it's been known as Sown and Rooted, I was going through an educational part of my journey. I was learning a new skill in business. And I realized that once I filed my official federal trademark for my name, The Educated Natural, that it would behoove me, now that I know better, to do better as far as everything that I do. And one thing I knew that I needed to solidify under my name was my podcast. So it only made sense because my federal trademark fits perfectly with my show. So since everyone that meets me or who have followed me over the years always call me by my name, The Educated Natural, it was only fitting that I changed my entire show to The Educated Natural Podcast. And trust me, this is the name, The Educated Natural Podcast, and I'm not changing it, <laughs> okay? So thank you guys for all the inbox messages over the time of my hiatus. Thank you to all of my new supporters. Thank you to everyone in the studio. Thank you for every inbox message. Every, everything you guys have done over the past few months as I was going through this transition, thank you for all of your support. As the Educated Natural, it has always been my mission and my assignment to never leave you, my fellow CEOs, all of my supporters and everyone in between never ever leave you uneducated. And today's session here will be no different. In, this, in today's episode, I'm going to speak with you about something during my hiatus, I, just like you today, had to address. You see, leadership is something that a lot of people kind of just throw around in the marketplace. If you look to your left, you'll see someone calling themselves a leader. If you look to your right, you'll see someone else calling themselves a leader. But the truth being told, that's not the case. There are a lot of people that love to go and they'll start a business They'll start a nonprofit. They'll start some sort of organization. They'll even have a mastermind or a meetup. And because it was their idea, they automatically classify themselves as a leader. But here is something I have learned over the years. Leaders don't walk around calling themselves leaders. 
Typically, it's your followers, your subscribers, those that are connected to you that are able to see that burning fire within you. And they are the ones that say you are a leader. Now, as the educated natural, you all know, I never try to use words on here that I don't give you the real definition for. And today is going to be no different. So since we're talking about leaders and we're talking about leadership, let's go ahead and break this thing down, shall we? What comes to your mind when you think of the word leader? Go ahead, I'll give you a few minutes. Even if you have to go and grab a piece of paper and a pen, I would encourage you to just do so now. Get those items because these are things as a CEO, as a business owner, you need to clearly define for yourself. When you hear the term leader, what comes to your mind? If you were to look up the term leader, you would probably read something similar to a leader being someone who inspires a passion within another person or group. Mm -hmm. You see, leaders carry certain characteristics about themselves. For instance, when you think of a great leader, they're typically a person that's a motivator. Think about it. Great leaders, as soon as they enter a room, you feel their aura. You feel their power and their level of influence just takes over the room within milliseconds. They have this innate ability to bring something out of other people that a lot of the times people don't even know that this thing was within them. But that's what makes a great leader. Another thing I love about leaders is not only are they great motivators, but they always have a master plan. You see, leaders always set goals, but they go even further than that. Once they set that goal, they sit down and they write out a plan of how they are going to execute upon that goal, meaning they come up with a strategic plan as to how they are going to obtain that goal so that at the end of that goal's date, they are successful. And even if they are not successful, they at least took the time and formulated a plan of action. This is what real leaders do. Hardly ever does a real leader leave things up to chance because in leadership, as we all know, anything could happen. But like the saying goes, if you plan, if you fail to plan, you have planned to fail. And leaders know this above all. Today's episode is going to focus on one key factor that I truly believe is hurting a lot of entrepreneurs, small business owners, and organizations. And this is the characteristic 
that every leader must have. This is not up for debate. This is a must have. Every leader must have a vision. Yes, you heard it, a vision. Even the Bible talks about vision. There are a lot of people when they just hear the term vision, they think about your eyes. No, your eyes provide you with sight. There is a clear difference between sight and vision. But I'm going to get into that a little bit later, so hang tight. But leaders don't depend on their eyesight. They depend on their vision. Why? Because vision is vast. Now, you're probably wondering, well, Kim, what is vision? Simply put, vision is a clear and concise picture of your future. When you have vision as a leader, you don't just see today. You don't just see what's in front of you. When you have vision as a leader, you see things five years down the road, 10 years down the road. For some visionaries, they even see things as close as six months to a year, but they never just see things as face value, like as today, like right now. Their vision is deep. It's this conceptual thing that, that all leaders possess. And that's a clear sign to you, entrepreneur, CEO, whether or not you yourself are truly a leader. But let's move on. In today's episode, we're going to tie together a term that as, an, as a CEO, as an entrepreneur, as a creative, that you need to be aware of, especially if you have employees or a team or a group of individuals that are dependent upon you. That term today I'm referring to is visionary leadership. Now, I don't know about you, but I've had the pleasure of being in business for quite a few years now. And over the years, God has allowed me to work with individuals in various industries, in particular, radio, podcasting, and live streaming. If you would put all these things under one umbrella, it would be called the field of multimedia. In multimedia, you have the pleasure of doing shows, digital shows, virtual shows, events, etc., with people all over the world. In doing so, it gives you the ability to see and be exposed to various personalities and various individuals. But as I reflect on my time in the multimedia space, I can tell you firsthand that I saw good leaders and I saw not so good leaders. 
Now, I would hesitate to call them bad leaders. And the reason is because they, just like anyone else, even now, have the ability to be better than they were then. And I truly pray that they are taking every opportunity to be better because I know I am. But as I reflect, I can tell you now that nine times out of 10, and this is based on not just my experience, but also talking with other people in various industries who shared their stories with me about leadership. And I got to tell you, when you think your situation was bad, there's always another person that says, no, let me tell you my story. And then you kind of realize, okay, well, maybe mine wasn't that bad, <laughs> okay? But hearing these stories, I realize that a lot of the issues bred from leadership, the people at the top, the people that were supposed to call the shots, the people that were supposed to have the vision as to where Everyone on the team was supposed to be going. But here's something that I also noticed is that whether you listen to my story or other people's story, when it comes to collaborations, when it comes to business deals, et cetera, everybody at least had somebody in the group that says, my relationship with that individual person ended because we just had two different visions. A few years ago, I was asked a question and then recently asked the question again, just in a different format. But to give you the gist of this particular question, the question was, can you support me in my vision? Now, for a lot of you, you probably say, well, it depends on who the person was. It depends on what was going on in my life at the time, if I would be able to answer yes or no to that question. But recently I was asked, Kim, I would like to do this. And I know you have this going on, but I really could use your support as I'm trying to grow this. And basically the person was asking me, Kim, could you put your vision on hold and everything you're trying to accomplish on hold to help me get to where I want to go in my vision. In other words, can you support another person's vision? Now, for a lot of people, you would probably say no, because you would likely bet on you first. You would likely say, uh, I don't know if it's worth the risk. I really need to get this done. I'm not getting any younger. Time is passing by quickly. I need to make sure I have all of my ducks in a row. Every one of my I's must be dotted. Every one of my T's must be crossed. And I'm sorry, no, I cannot support you in that. Well, there was a point where I said yes. There was a point where I said, you know what? Even though I have these things going on, I'm going to set my dreams and goals and things to the side, and I'm going to support you. Lo and behold, have you ever experienced this? You put your stuff on hold to support another individual. And as you're going down this road, wherever the road leads you all, you realize that the individual truly has no vision. 
They are literally getting up every single day, taking spaghetti, throwing it at the wall and see if it sticks. And if it does, that's what they're going to do that day. And then the next day, they do the exact same thing. And guess what? If it sticks, they move to that plant. So now they have everybody behind them, beside them, just following whichever way they go until the moment presents itself and you realize, wait a minute, this person has no clue where we're going. So then you pull the person to the side and you say, listen, I dropped everything for you to support your vision. Can you at least tell me where we're going? But imagine how disheartening it is when you have that one-on-one -on -one with the person that you perceive to be a leader. Even though all the signs are saying not so, you truly believe in this individual or individuals and you ask them, can you please at least tell me where they're going? You know how disheartening it is for a person to look you square in the eye and say, well, I only share that information with a select few. And you're thinking, am I not the select few? Have I not proven to you that I have your best interest at heart? Has God not shown you that I'm here to help and to serve you, not to hurt you? But yet you're telling me now, now that I've spent all this time and given up everything to support you, now you're telling me I'm not your select few. See, my friends, when I tell you everything that goes wrong typically comes from the head, i.e. the leadership, I'm not kidding. A few years ago, I had the same conversation with someone. And the person was offended by me because they thought that I did not respect them as a leader. And I literally had to sit there and tell them I respect leadership. But the problem was the behaviors that they were exhibiting was not the, the characteristics of a leader. Sure, I've met a lot of people that have LLCs, S-Corps. I've met millionaires. I've met thousandaires. I've met hundredaires. I've met people from different financial backgrounds, different races, ethnic, ethnicities, religious beliefs. I've met people from all over the globe. And that to me doesn't matter. But when you look at a person, it should be clearly easily determined if they are a leader or not. And it's even clearer if that person has vision or not. But as a leader, when someone that's on your team comes to you as humble as they can, with all the respect in the world, and asks you, can you Please explain the vision where we're going. As a leader, that should be a clear sign. Hold on, stop the train, stop the masses, stop everything. We need to have a mastermind roundtable meetup so that we can discuss the direction of the company, so that we can discuss the direction of the organization, because everyone is looking at you. You cannot truly be seen as a leader in the eyes of your followers if you're exhibiting more of a follower's mentality than a leader's mentality. 
You can't think because your name is on the billboard. Your name is on the marquee of the building. Your name is on the official LLC paperwork or the S Corp or the Inc. You can't think that that makes you the leader because there are a lot of people that I know you may know that are sitting in high positions that couldn't lead you from one room to the next because they're just as lost as you are, but their name is on the marquee. And you not knowing this until you get way deep involved that this person is not truly a leader can be very detrimental. And it could actually not only hurt them, but hurt you. So when you think of yourself, I go back to that first question. What is a leader to you? Now, here's my second question. And this one is a doozy. It's a big one. When you look at yourself as a CEO, when you look at yourself as a producer, a founder, a owner, a president, or whatever title you want to give yourself, a boss, whenever you look at yourself, your day-to-day -day functions, would you truly classify yourself as a leader? This has nothing to do with your finances. This has nothing to do with the people around you. Would you classify you as, as a leader? Now, here's the one that's really going to bring it home for a lot of people. After you answer that question, now take yourself out of yourself for just a moment. Would you follow you? In other words, if you said, yes, I am a leader, would you follow you? Would you trust you with finances? Would you trust you with growth of a business? Would you trust you based on everything you do today? Would you honestly follow yourself and believe that you're going to reach success? Because the true answer for a lot of CEOs, the answer should be no. How are you going to lead people when you don't even know where you're going? You haven't taken the time to study one business book, but yet and still you want to say you are an entrepreneur. You are a small business owner. You're a large business owner. You want to be a Fortune 500 company. When is the last time you educated your own self on how to do such tasks? I know it hurts. I know it's tight, but it's got to be right. And here's the reason why I come so hard at those that call themselves CEOs those that call themselves and others call leaders. Many years ago, as a young girl, I was sitting in church. And if you've ever sat in church, you know, it's a lot of people in there. You have a preacher up there preaching and everything's going on during the service. So after the preacher had given the word, he comes down out the pulpit and he's walking up and down the aisle. Well, my grandmother and I was sitting on one of the pews and I'm a young kid, so I'm sitting there thinking, I wish you would hurry up so we can go home. Because, you know, I'm hungry. We sit in church all day. So the pastor comes by and he points directly at me. And he goes, you have a strong calling on you, young lady. And my grandmother is over there smiling, saying, thank you, Jesus. I'm over there looking at him like, excuse me, what are you talking about? And he proceeds to tell me that there is a leader brewing on the inside of me. 
He says that he'd been watching me from my church to all the visiting churches that my church during that time was sending me to, to represent the youth of our church. He said he had been hearing my name, seeing me throughout the years, watching me grow. And he was really impressed by what he saw. And I'm a little kid. And I'm sitting there saying, thank you, sir. He goes on and he goes back up to the pulpit and closes out the service. This is when I was a kid. A few years ago, I'm sitting in another church service and another preacher was up there preaching, comes out the pulpit. He starts prophesying to this one and prophesying to that one. He looks at me. He said, you were called to lead us. And I'm like, hmm? <laughs> excuse me. And he's like, I, God is showing me that you have a strong call for leaders. But God is also telling me to tell you that when you go to some of these leaders, they're going to resist you. But God is telling me to tell you, don't stop because you are what they need. And even though they're going to reject you, you continue to do what God has called you to do. Now, I'm sitting there as a full grown woman in shock like, oh, no, because at that time when this particular minister said that, I was thinking, sir, you have no idea what I've gone through when it came to these people that call themselves leaders or people that are sitting in leadership positions. So you have no idea. And so to hear him say God told him that I was called to leaders, I bought my toes up in my shoes because that was the last thing I wanted to hear during that time. But as I've gone through this recent hiatus, and the reason why it lasted so long this time is because God and I was having a very long conversation. God was reiterating to me what he told that those pastors throughout my life. And I kept saying, no, no, God, no. I've been down there, tried, I'm done. Sink or swim, that's on them. I'm not, uh-uh, nope, not doing it anymore. But if you've ever had time with God, if you've ever spent an ounce of a moment with God, you know you really can't tell God no and think you're going to get away with it. You know, it's almost like Jonah. Jonah told God no for his own personal selfish reasons. And you see what happened to Jonah. I didn't want to keep continue to go through that. So I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to sit here in the secret place, fold my arms and just keep saying, I'm not doing it but it didn't work. So my phone started ringing. I kept getting phone calls from people. I kept getting inbox messages on social media from people saying, Kim, where are you? What's going on? Hello, 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 where are you? I'm like, this is nothing but God because he knew what he put in me. He knew I was gonna run. He knew I was gonna reject it based on my experiences with leadership and leaders. He knew that I had had enough and I was quickly ready to walk away. But then God allowed me to see something recently on social media. There was an influencer giving out some horrible information. And as I'm sitting there listening, I'm like, people can't seriously be falling for this. And so after talking to some of my business besties, people I truly respect in the industries, they said, Kim, you're absolutely right. But the problem is you have the knowledge, you have the vision, but you're not doing anything to fix this problem. 
So it kind of caused me to take a couple of steps back. And I literally had to shake myself loose and said, you know what? I can no longer allow people to continue to receive wrong information. And a lot of the wrong information was coming from those they voluntarily began to follow. People that were sitting in these high seats of leadership. And they were just spewing out all this wrong information. And the masses was thinking that it was okay. And I said, God, what do you need me to do? Whatever you need me to do, I'll go back. I'll go back in the studio and I will do what you called me to do. Even if it's rejected, I have to. And so today, you all, God told me to talk about leadership. Because if you get the leadership of any organization together, if that leader has a clear vision, then they are able to lead everyone that's attached to them to whatever, whatever level of success they are meant to achieve. But the problem is there is a huge lack of vision. Which bring me, brings me to the term visionary leadership. What is it? You see, visionary leadership is a leader's ability to influence others by inspiration, not by manipulation. Have you ever been around a person that uses manipulative tactics to get you to do something or to get others to do something? They pretty much try to twist your arm into doing something. That's manipulation. That is not a leader. A leader depends on inspiring other people. So if you are around an individual, and I don't care what type of organization it is, if you are around other people that try to use manipulation as a way to get you to follow them, as a way to get you to color and hush, a way to get you to sit down somewhere and don't ask them any questions, just follow blindly, my friend, that is not a leader. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how old they are. I don't care how long they have been in whatever field they are in. That is not a leader that is a dictator as a leader you don't have to manipulate anybody to do anything they do it freely because of your level of expertise and because of your level of influence you never have to twist anyone's arm to do anything for you because when you have to do that constantly and you notice a cycle that means is something wrong with the leadership. There is a leadership issue. It's not always the people that's around you. Nine times out of 10, it's you, CEO. It's you, person in that leadership position. It's not them. Also, when you think of a visionary leader, for me, it comes in two forms. Many years ago, I did, I was sitting in a conference and the person that was about to speak played a video by a man by the name of Eric Thomas. And if you love motivational videos, you know exactly who Eric Thomas is. He's known as E.T., the hip hop preacher. You can look it up on YouTube. 
And they were playing his message where he talked about if you want it as bad as you want to breathe, right? We've all kind of heard that. If you ever followed him, you've heard that message before. Well, this was my first time ever hearing it. And I was like something inside of me just erupted. Well, when the speaker of the hour came on stage, she kept talking and she was going in on her speech and she said a line that till this day still sticks with me. She said, it wasn't until I looked around, did I realize I was an eagle hiding out and hanging with pigeons. When I tell you, when she said that, I, I jumped out of my seat like, yes, because for the first time in my life, I realized that was my story. Here I was trying to dumb down the way I talk, dumb down the way I dress, dumb down the way I do anything in order to fit in with the people I was around at the time. And no matter how much it irritated me, no matter how weird I looked, I still continued to do it. And I felt weird and awkward and just out of place while I was doing it. But it was hearing her message that day and hearing E.T.'s message that day that alerted me, Kim, you don't belong here. You have an assignment that you need to get back to. So I shot a video on my YouTube channel talking about that. And you probably won't be able to find it now because I've taken down over 200 and something videos since that time. But that message is one of my biggest played messages on YouTube. Because it, it woke up so many people that was doing the same thing. And when I think of the term visionary leadership, the one thing that a visionary leader has, and I mentioned it earlier, is vision. You have the eyesight of eagles. And if you know anything about eagles, they don't just see what's right there in front of them or what's up there in the tree where they are or what's on top of the mountain where they're stooped at. They see things miles down the road. See, as a visionary leader, you see things far, far in advance. It's almost as though you act as though you are He-Man. If you ever, I'm probably aging myself with that one. But in the show He-Man, he grabbed his sword and would say what? Sight, beyond sight. This is what visionaries have. You look past all the naysayers. You look past all the obstacles. All you see is a plan of execution. All you see is a way for you to obtain whatever that goal is you have set down the road. And you completely don't allow wind, rainstorms, any other distraction to get in your way to keep you from att attending or obtaining that goal. That's what you do. You're a visionary. You're a leader. And as a leader, you understand your responsibility to not only yourself, but to those that are connected to you. You are the leader. You are the one that's responsible for leading people from point A to B, from point A to Z, however long the journey is supposed to be. You are the leader. But you can't lead if you can't see. Even the Bible says it is a clear shame for people to have 
sight and no vision. Yeah, you can see. You don't have a seeing issue. Even if you wear glasses, you're still able to see things. You're not completely blind. But when it comes to vision, you lack vision. You don't have that. That's what separates a visionary leader from every other leader. They have vision. They have the eyesight of an eagle. But also, if you've ever, like I have, crossed the paths with a visionary leader, not only can they see, they have a very high level of confidence. Some people call it an attitude. Some people say, oh my goodness, they think they're better than anyone else. No, they don't. They're just so focused and they could see so far that it gives them a certain high level of confidence that they can't deny it. It can't be denied. They have courage. When I think of visionary leaders, not only do I think of eagles, I think of a lion. Now, anybody that knows me personally knows Kim loves the cat family. I like a house cat. I like lions. I like tigers. <laughs> I like pumas. I like cougars. You name it. I love the cat family. So to know that the cat family, such as the lion, is full of courage and confidence, that's definitely a visionary leader. Because if you have ever seen a lion hunt, or any of the big cats hunt. They don't just look at the ones that's in front of them, whatever their prey is they want for that day. They're looking at all of them. And it doesn't matter how many others they pass by. Once they lock on the one they want, they will pass by at least 20, 30 of them to get to the one they want. That is the clear, precise focus of vision of a visionary leader. So now let's go back to that question I asked you early. Are you truly a leader? And would you follow yourself right now? Or would you be honest with yourself and say, I truly have some work to do. It's not about me. It's not about my financial gain with all these people that's following me. It's not about how many people I have on social media that's probably not even putting one single dime in your pocket anyway. So maybe I shouldn't put so much time and prestige in my Instagram followers as I have been. Because truly in this season of my life, I have bigger responsibilities. I need to get to where people should never question if I am a leader, if I respect leadership, my influence speaks for me. Moving on. When you are a true leader, you don't focus on cash, C-A-S-H. You don't focus on money. True visionary leaders, they focus on community. They focus on those that are around them because they know it does them no good to be successful themselves if everybody else on the team is suffering. So they put everybody on their back and they make sure we all get there together. And if that leader should get there first, they make sure they reach back and they grab the rest of their community. 
See, that's a true visionary leader. So now this leads me to my next question. Now that we understand leadership, now that we even understand what a leader is, and now that we understand the characteristics of both, what breeds true leadership? Well, simply put, true leaders have vision and they have purpose. They know where they're going, they know how they're going to get there, and they know the what, why, how. They know all of that. True leaders aren't afraid to make sacrifices, big or small. Because when you are a leader, you lead from the front. You don't wait for one of your followers to come around and show you how to open the door. Because that means they're leading you. You have already done the studying and all of the strategic training you need to do to be able to take the next step in the journey. You are not afraid if being in the front, at some point you may look silly doing what you need to do because you understand the greater good. You understand that, yeah, you know what? I love to sleep all day, but because I have responsibilities to my community, I'm not going to sleep that long anymore. I got work to do. You know what? I know I need to grow my following on whatever social media platform. I haven't a clue how to do that, but I know it's important in this vision that I have. So let me go study instead of watching the game, instead of going and hanging out with the girls and the boys, instead of going to whatever event you like to go to every year, you take this one and you go study to show thyself approved. So that way, when you get ready to execute towards that goal, you already know what your steps should be. You've done the study, studying. You've done everything you need to do that's humanly possible for you to do to make sure you are leading your team in the right direction as the CEO of that organization. And you're willing to make whatever sacrifice is needed, whether it's sleep, whether you need to invest in yourself in training or education, self-education, whatever, you're willing to make that sacrifice. You're willing to give up that, that new pair of Jordans because you know you need that money to go educate yourself so that you can be ready for the next steps in your journey. So true leaders aren't afraid to make sacrifices. True leaders have a vision that doesn't necessarily promote themselves but it promotes others. If you were to go through my channel right now, you will notice that recently I started doing Artisans of the Day on YouTube. This is my way of telling them, I see you. I see your hard work. I see the sacrifices you're making in order to get that product into the hands of those that are in need of it. I see what you're doing. And as a leader myself, I'm going to put you in the spotlight. This is what leaders do. Sure, just like many other influencers, I can go out and make my entire channel about me and my thoughts and everything else. 
But what good would that do my community? What good would that do those that are supporting me and on their platform shouting out my name when they don't have to? This is a free way to give back to others because your vision shows you that you can't get to where you're trying to get to by yourself. You're not an island. That in this world, you're going to have to come off of your pedestal and be a real leader in your chosen industry by shining the spotlight on others. So remember, as a true leader, you must be willing to have vision, purpose, make sacrifices, and celebrate others versus yourself. But that's not all. True leaders are not selfish. They don't house selfish ambitions. They don't just think about themselves. They're not afraid to turn around and reach back and help someone else that they clearly can see could use a helping hand. They're not selfish. True leaders, they never allow their vision to destroy others in any shape or form. What I mean by that is that if someone stops everything that they were on a journey to do to help you, it would behoove you to not allow whatever vision you are going towards hurt them in the process. I've heard and witnessed a lot of good people invest money into other people, time, effort, blood, sweat, and tears into the journeys of other people, whether it was their business, whether they was trying to own a piece of property, whether they was trying to start a, a radio station, whether they was trying to start a TV station or a network, whether they was trying to be in a movie. I have seen people stop their whole lives to go and support someone else. And when that other person makes it, they completely forget about the ones that got them there. Act like they didn't even exist. And now that person is sitting there with their mouth open in shock, sad, hurt, depressed, etc., all because they gave up everything to support you. And you just left them high and dry. That's not a leader. That's an abuser. That's a user. And how dare you sit up there and call yourself a CEO? a leader of any sort, when you know you have literally left carnage along your journey. This is the part where as a CEO, you need to turn around to those that you have hurt, that you have had relationships with at some point and you have left them in an ill way. This is where you put your CEO hat on for real. And you contact those individuals and apologize. It doesn't have to be a long conversation. You can write them a letter if you don't want to talk about it. But I think it would really classify more as a leader move if you would just go on and talk about it. Because there are some people today that are carrying around hurt, pain, rejection, disappointment, etc at the hands of other individuals. There are people now who are the exact people God has sent to you 
to help you get to where you want to go. And because of your own selfishness, you're so high on your own supply that you refuse to go and just simply say, please forgive me. So y'all both can heal and move forward. And so God can move you to your next level. But instead of doing that, you rather sit there with your arms folded and ignore the damage you have caused. You, my friend, are not a visionary leader. You're not a leader in any sense because real leaders don't hurt other people in this way. Real leaders lead. Real leaders support. Real leaders invest in others. Real leaders, even though you lead from the front and you set the example, you always turn around to make sure everyone on your team is well taken care of. And above all, real leaders have a clear vision and a plan of execution. And they are not afraid to share it with those that are around them. Because if you have people on your team that you can't trust, then they shouldn't be on your team anyway. Because if you're still dragging them around and you can't trust them, then that, my fellow leader, is a clear sign you need to have a meeting with that individual and dismiss them. And y'all need to go your separate ways. Because true leaders know it's not about cash. Because if you have people on your team that are paying you for a class, a course, or what have you, and that's the only reason why you are keeping them around, you need to go somewhere and sit down and educate yourself on leadership because that's not a leader. I know that some of the things I said right today was probably hard to hear, but I've had a lot of time to study many of you. I've had a lot of times to sit in a place where God has told me just to wait, just to pray, just to watch, study, take notes. Don't say a word, Kim. I know it's going to be hard, but don't you say a single word. You sit there and you take notes because he wanted me to learn the difference between what a good leader, good leader is and what a not so good leader is. What's a good decision and what's a not good decision. We have to be able to know the difference because what God doesn't want is for his visionary leaders to go and use whatever influence God has given you to use the gift of gab to go and get all these people around you and you don't have a vision. They don't have a vision because they're following you and then now everybody falls off the cliff. Because the blind literally was leading the blind. Enough of that. If we want our businesses to be successful, if we want our social media channels to grow, we as leaders of this thing need to educate ourselves on what it takes to be a real, true leader. If you're just jumping up there doing whatever is trending on social media, you are not a leader because you're not going to know what to do when, when God sends all these people to you. You're definitely not going to know what to do if you get exposed in some sort of negative way. 
something that you could have prevented anyway if you had just studied to show thyself approved. Don't let your pride cost you more than you have allowed yourself to grow up to be able to handle. Pride comes before destruction and a lot of people are going to fail because of their lack of knowledge. What someone else does on social media has no merit on what you should be doing. If someone else has 50 million people on Instagram and you only have a hundred, that's probably where God wanted you to be because that may not be the avenue where God wants you to focus your time. That was the case for me. I had someone recently who had the nerve to inbox me and then when they couldn't get a rise out of my inbox, they decided to leave a post on, on social media trying to clown me because I only have 260 something on Instagram as far as followers. But what they don't understand is my vision is way larger than what you see today. I know what I see five years from now. I know what I see six months from now. And trust and believe if God wanted me to focus there, then that's where I would be. But my vision is much larger than Instagram. For years, I was on Instagram and I wasn't pouring my focus there. My focus wasn't supposed to be there. But I guarantee you that same person who doesn't even have a thousand on IG, okay, has never spoken around the globe to the people in the Philippines, to the people in the Bahamas, to the people in the Middle East. I have. That was my focus. That was my vision. So when you are a visionary leader, you clearly know where your voice is to be heard, where your influence is supposed to impact others at. And if he leads you to where your place is on IG or Facebook or YouTube or anywhere else, then that's where you focus. But just because that's where you're growing at does not necessarily mean that's where everybody's supposed to grow at. Because we all, as visionary leaders, have different visions. We have different assignments. We have different callings. But as true leaders, it's our responsibility to make sure we do whatever we need to do as the leader of others, that we educate ourselves and prepare ourselves both mentally, physically, etc., so that when the time comes, we are ready. We're not getting ready. We are ready. I wish you all well. I pray that something I have said today has made you think, am I truly a leader or do I have some work to do? If you have people that are depending on you, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. You have some work to do. What worked in 1980 is not going to work in 2022. Things change every single day. And as a visionary leader, it's time for you to get to the place where you're supposed to be. Because as we all know, times are changing. For a lot of us, things are getting difficult. Things that used to work aren't working. Some connections you may have had last year, you may not have this year. Or maybe this year you have a brand new set of connections. Either case, you need to get yourself ready because I got a strong feeling 
for a lot of leaders, we're about to see an influx of people reaching out to us for business ventures, for collaborations, for product releases, etc. And if you truly want to make sure that your vision is hit bullseye, like dead in the center, you have to make sure that you have done everything you can right now to get ready. Because I guarantee you, your next is right here on the horizon. For some of you, it's already here. So what are you waiting for? Get yourself together. If you are a leader, if God has positioned you in such a, a, a position, let's go. Write the vision. Make it plain. And though it may tarry, oh, it's coming. Get yourself together, my fellow visionary leader. Make sure you study on visionary leadership because it will get, I guarantee you, it's going to open up a lot of doors. And you don't want to be the next person in the headlines that someone says something negative about because you're sitting in that visionary leadership seat. That leadership seat is yours for now. But I've seen a lot of people get booted out that seat because they had it in the wrong manner. It was acquired in the wrong manner under false pretenses. So take the time now, gather up whatever book, whatever course you need to get yourself at the level you need to be at as a visionary leader. I am Kimberly Collins, AKA the Educated Natural, and you have been listening to the Educated Natural podcast. We will release new episodes every week, every Thursday. You can check us out, the live recording on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. Just do a search for the Educated Natural Podcast. If you want to connect with me on my main YouTube channel, just do a search for the Educated Natural. If you want to connect with me in business, go to www.theeducatednatural.com. If you would like to be a guest here on the show, we're always looking for the best of the best of CEOs right here on the show. Reach out to me by going to my website at www.theeducatednatural.com. I look forward to next week's episode. We're covering another huge topic. Next week, the plan is to discuss with you entrepreneurial burnout. So if you are an entrepreneur and you feel like you are overwhelmed in business, you need to make sure that you tune in to next week's episode. Like all podcast episodes, we are available on Apple, Google, all over the podcast platforms. We are there. Until the next time, God allows us to connect if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to all of our YouTube channel. Follow us on all social media platforms under the name The Educated Natural. And until the next time, God allows us to come together one more time. Like we always say, no matter what life throws at you, always give God praise and thanks and take time every single day to enjoy your journey. God bless.